Welcome to the Marriage Steps Podcast. We're reducing the divorce rate one marriage at a time is the goal. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get us there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, licensed psychologist and marriage counselor. If you enjoyed the episode today, please scroll down on your device and leave a review by clicking the stars. The more positive reviews I receive, the more the podcast will appear in search results so others can discover it and receive encouragement for their relationship. Also, if you believe in this podcast and would like to help me reduce the divorce rate by keeping it on the air, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash marriage steps. Today, I'm going to talk about five things to consider with marital expectations. So number one is to understand what are marital expectations? What are they? Marital expectations are anything in your mind that you think should happen in any category in your marriage. We all have these and we all bring these into our relationship. And a lot of times they're unspoken, but all of us have expectations Whether they're high expectations, low expectations, somewhere in the middle, something I should be doing, something you should be doing, we all have expectations and we carry these expectations right into our marriage and a lot of times they can create problems because my expectations are going to be different than my wife's expectations, your expectations are probably going to be different than your spouse's expectations, etc., etc., so differences in expectations is a huge issue in marriage. So the first step is just acknowledging and recognizing that you have expectations and your spouse has expectations. And those expectations influence how you view one another, how you interact with each other, and all sorts of things. But step one is just considering that you have expectations. Step two is reflecting on where do these expectations come from? So there's at least three sources for our expectations. The first one and the largest one, in my opinion, is our upbringing. When we're growing up and we see our parents and we see who makes the money, we see how much money they make, we see how the house is run, we see how love is demonstrated, we see how conflicts are handled, we see all sorts of things growing up and it gets burned into our psyche, that is what things are supposed to be like. A lot of people, if not the majority of people, repeat how they were raised because that is their normal. Other people, if they had a very unpleasant experience growing up, they'll intentionally try to do the opposite of how they were raised. So it's usually one or the other. We're we're either replicating what we were raised with or intentionally trying to do the opposite. But growing up and what we're exposed to, that creates an imprint on us of what is normal, what's normal for a man, what's normal for a woman, how things should function in life. And we bring those expectations right into our marriage. And we project those expectations right onto our partner. And we think this is what they are supposed to be doing or not doing in this category or that category or this category. And most of the time, it's because that's how we were raised. Another influence on our expectations is our culture. So what does our culture tell us about how a woman is supposed to look and act and behave? What does our culture tell us about how a man is supposed to look and act and behave in marriage? 
or just in general. We have all these gender expectations largely because of our culture and the, the programs we watch, the movies we watch, the music we listen to, the magazines we read, the websites we visit. All of these things are communicating to us what does it mean to be a female or a male in a marriage? What does that look like? So our culture can, can influence our expectations. A third thing that can influence our expectations is our peers. So as we're spending time with peers and we hear their expectations or how they are in a marriage or how their partner is in a marriage, that influences us with what we think we should be doing or our partner should be doing. So our peers can have a big influence as well on our expectations of our spouse and of ourselves in marriage. So that's just an interesting thing to consider is where do your expectations come from to reflect back on that and try to connect those dots. A third thing to consider with expectations in marriage is what are some common examples to really get down into the weeds and really think about, okay, how do expectations really impact marriages and my marriage in particular to, for you to be thinking about that? So here's three common areas. One is finances. So to consider how much is a woman and a man, how much are they supposed to earn? Who is supposed to be the moneymaker in marriage? That's an expectation. How is money supposed to be handled in marriage? Is it supposed to be saved? Is it supposed to be sent? Those are expectations. Who's supposed to manage the money? Is the wife supposed to manage the finances? Is, the, is that a husband's job? What are your expectations around money? There's a lot of expectations we have around finances. Another one is house chores. What types of house chores are just for women? If any, which house chores are just for men? If any, what are your expectations? How organized or how cluttered is a house supposed to be? How clean with hygiene is it supposed to be? How often is it supposed to be cleaned? What are your expectations? What about sex? What's a woman supposed to be like in the bedroom? Is she supposed to be passive and just lay down and let things be done to her? Or is she supposed to be aggressive and assertive and initiate activity? What's a man supposed to be like? What are your expectations of a man in the bedroom? Is he supposed to be a Don Juan and sweep you off your feet? Or is he supposed to be more relationship focused and more gentle in the bedroom? All of these things are based in our expectations. And again, we bring these expectations right into our marriage, and most of the, th the time, we do not discuss them. They're just this undercurrent of what we think should be happening. And most of the time, our expectations are not reality with what's really happening, and we can get frustrated. And that leads me into the fourth thing to consider, which is what happens with unspoken expectations. Once in a while, your expectation will match your partner's expectation for a certain area in your life. And so you'll be compatible in that area. But a lot of times, your expectations are going to be different than your partner's expectation for certain areas. And when these unspoken expectations linger, it creates frustration, it creates disappointment, it creates judgment, and often condemnation. A lot of times if you have an expectation of how your partner is supposed to behave and they don't meet that expectation, in your mind, most likely you're going to start judging them and condemning them and feeling disappointed because they're not living up to your expectation in that area. So one example in my marriage is food. 
So I was raised with a mom who was a really good cook, and she would make really big meals a lot of the time. And so that was a big part of my family culture growing up was huge meals that my mom was in charge of. Um, and a lot of times my mom would cater to what I wanted to eat and they were, they were very huge and they were very delicious. And so I have a lot of memories of my mom providing these amazing meals for me. And so I brought that expectation to my marriage that that's what a wife is supposed to be like. And I put that expectation, unspoken expectation, onto my wife. And lo and behold, my wife does not enjoy cooking, and she does not enjoy making big elaborate meals, and that is not her passion. That is not a part of how she's wired. And so for years, I would have this unspoken expectation that she was falling short on. And in my mind, without almost putting words to it, I would be thinking, she's not being a good wife. She's not being a good woman. She's not, she's not really taking care of me because she's not making elaborate meals like my mom did. That's often what would be going through my mind, even on a subconscious level. And that's what can happen for us. We have these expectations. And when you speak it out loud, when you finally can identify your expectations and put words to it, a lot of times you can recognize how it may not be realistic or it may not be fair or it may be outdated, some of these expectations like mine. Some people may hear my expectation of a wife being a great meal provider and will think, that's really outdated. Why can't the husband be that? And that's true. And so when I started putting words to this expectation, it helped me recognize, you know, that's, that's because of my mother and my wife is a different person than my mother. And so I can't be holding my wife to the same standard as what I was raised with. And instead, I need to acknowledge she's a different person with different types of passions. And I can't keep judging her because she's not cooking these elaborate meals. And instead, I need to be part of the solution and start cooking some myself. And that's how we learn to negotiate around that topic is now I cook around half the week and she cooks around half the week. And so I can become part of the solution instead of holding her to a standard and then judging her, which was unfair. And that leads me into step five. So for each area of your life with your partner, consider these questions. What are your expectations for yourself, for them, and for you as a married couple? So think about all areas of your life, especially the major areas of your life together as a married couple, and consider what are your expectations for the husband, for the wife, and for us as a couple in that category. What are my expectations? How should you be functioning? How should I be functioning? How should we be functioning? You need to ask those questions. Second, ask where did your expectations come from? Where did you get those expectations? Was it from your upbringing? from your culture, from your peers. So you want to identify the source of your expectations. And then third, if your expectations with your partner don't line up, then you need to negotiate those expectations. Sometimes you need to just let go of your expectation because it's unreasonable or outdated. Other times, you need to hold on to some of that expectation because it's near and dear to your heart, but perhaps you need to find a middle ground with your partner so they can perhaps meet you in the middle for that expectation. So sometimes that's the solution. But those are some guidelines. So to consider, 
expressing what are your expectations for yourself, your partner, and you as a couple in each major area of life. Second, where did it come from? And then the third question is if our expectations don't line up, do I need to let go of my expectation or is there a way we can meet in the middle of that expectation to create a win-win? So those are the five things to consider with marital expectations. First, what are they? Two, where do they come from? Three, some common areas of expectation. Four, what happens when you have unspoken expectations? And then five, how to talk through expectations for each area of your life. Thank you for listening to the Marriage Steps podcast. For more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. That's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. And remember, your marriage is a living organism. If you care for it, it will thrive. And if you don't, it will die. Take care.